All right, welcome back to From A to Arbitration. Hope you like my new intro music. That's about two hours worth of listening to free music or non-copyrighted music, trying to find about a four-second clip that I can use so, so that I don't get in trouble with any copyright laws. I didn't even think about that stuff. You know, I just got a microphone and started doing a podcast. So now that I'm into it, about 11, 12 episodes, I thought maybe I need to start uh, trying to, you know, CYA. And so that's my new intro music. It may suck. It may not. I thought it kind of had a funky little groove to it. So that's what we're going to use. So anyway, today we're going to be talking about stationary events, backing, and uh, any kind of street observation that we have to deal with. Okay. Uh, management has a huge problem with these gotcha street observations. They, they're terrible here in my installation, absolutely terrible. They have safety blitzes. That should tell you in itself what they're gonna do. A safety blitz. We're gonna do a safety blitz and everybody in district is gonna go out on the street and we're gonna to try to catch a carrier doing something. We'll follow them until we find them doing something wrong. And we're gonna send them home. <laughs> How pathetic is that, that you have Pete, first off, do we really need your job if you can spend all day outside trying to catch a letter carrier doing something wrong? What's wrong with you? Do you go at home at night and sleep real well knowing that, hey, my day consisted of, I'm going to go out there and watch somebody in a 120-degree vehicle drive around and hoping to God I catch them doing something wrong so I can send them home. You are absolutely pathetic if that's your day. I'm going to tell you, and I would tell them to their faces, you are absolutely pathetic. You are the scourge of the earth if that's what you do. Now, I went on a rabbit trail and I apologize, but that it makes me angry that that people out there think that little of me and my brothers and sisters that you're going to spend all day trying to catch us doing something wrong so you have the great delight to go back and tell your people, I got one. Well, you're a piece of crap as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, with that being said... Stationary events, uh, backing, and street observations, we, we need to combat those, and we can combat those very easily. But we have to do it at the, at the informal A level, okay? We've got to start doing a better job of attacking those things at the informal step A level. Uh, stationary events, here's what happens in a stationary event. Here we have this thing called LOC. That's the, that's the department that handles watching me on their screen, whatever they do. And when you sit for a certain period of time, it will flag them saying, hey, Corey Walton's been sitting here for this amount of time, and you'll turn from whatever color to red, I think is what it is, and they'll say, okay, he's been sitting there for 35 minutes. They will send an email to the local station, whatever station I'm out of. They'll say, hey, now, Corey Walton was sitting for 35 minutes here, ask him why, and then what are you going to do about it? And so the next morning, management's going to come around to your case and say, hey, Corey, you're sitting in this place for 35 minutes. Why? And then Corey's going to say, well, I was doing this. Bam, they got you. Don't do that at all, ever. Do not sit there at your case and answer a question like that First off, without union representation, because as soon as they ask you that question, you're being investigated, right? Do not answer questions like that 
at your case without union representation. Management's going to go back and they're going to tell LOC. Uh, well, Corey said that he was uh, just extending his lunch. Okay, we need some discipline on that. So now you're going to go back to an investigative interview, and you know what you're going to tell in front of your shop steward? They're going to say, Corey, at the case, you said that you extended your lunch break. You're going to, your shop steward's going to look at you and say, do what? Why would you answer that question out there on the workroom floor? When management comes around to your carriers, and shop stewards, you need to educate your carriers on this. When management comes around and asks your letter carrier, why were you extending your lunch, or why were you sitting at this place for 35 minutes, why were you sitting anywhere, they need to say, and I'm not going to tell them what to say, but if it was me, I would say, I never did that. If it's me. I'm not going to tell anybody what to say. That's your business. But if management came and said, hey, Corey, yesterday you were sitting somewhere for 40 minutes. No, I wasn't. I wasn't sitting anywhere for 45 minutes. Well, this thing right here, what thing? Well, this email, who's that from? Well, that's from LLC. Were they watching me? Well, they were watching you down. There's It's downtown. So they weren't out there actually watching me? Physically watching me? Oh, no, this is just a little computer. All right, have a good day. Bye-bye. Listen, as soon as you tell management what you were doing, you're guilty. Okay? As soon as you entertain that question, you're guilty. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm telling you that. They can take you back for an investigative interview. And if it's me, I'm not talking for you. But if it's me and they say, Corey, yesterday you sat here for 45 minutes. Sat where? Right here. No, I didn't. Well, this right here says, what says I did? Well, who are they? LOC. Who's LOC? Well, that's, that's the people who watch you. Where they watch me from? Uh, about 15 miles away. And they saw me physically from 15 miles away? Well, no, it's this here. Okay, there's a step four, and we have got to start contending this step four. It's step four, M1458. M1458. Okay, now write that down. We're going to use it in every single discipline where management says the scanner saw this. GPS saw this. It's 1458, and this is what it says in part. It's the uh, about the third or fourth paragraph. MSP does not set performance standards either in the office or on the street. That has nothing to do with it. With current technology, MSP records of scan times are not to be used as time card data for pay purposes. MSP data may not constitute the sole basis for disciplinary action. However, it may be used by the parties in conjunction with other records to support or refute disciplinary action issued pursuant to Article 16 of the National Agreement. When they talk about Article 16, that means that you have to have just cause to discipline me. As soon as I tell you what I was doing out there, oh yeah, I remember I sat there for 45 minutes because of this, you're guilty. Okay? You're guilty. So, when I go back there, I say, wasn't me. I never did it. I never sat anywhere. You know why? Because they didn't see me. Some computer downtown saw me, and they're going to try to call or email my management and tell them to do something about it. Here's management's problem with that, and here's what we never contend, and we've got to start contending it. We've got to. And I'm going to talk to you about how ourselves we are damaging ourselves with man letting management buffalo us into believing something that's not there and i'm going to talk about that in a second here's where management's erring 
and this is with backing. I don't know if, if they do this in your installation or district, but they'll come up to the carrier and they'll say, hey, look, man, they're all over us about our backing. You, you backed 150 feet yesterday. <laughs> do what? You backed 150 feet. Where? Down this intersection here. 150 feet. Yeah, this report says you backed 150 feet. So you saw me backing up? Oh, no, I didn't see you. It's this report that they sent me saying you're back to uh, 150 feet. Well, well, let me tell you what to do with that report. You roll that thing up as tight as you can. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that, but look here. Backing, that's based off of GPS tracking. If you say, I never backed, you know what they can do to you about it? Nothing. Nothing. Well, they may try to discipline you, but use that step four I just told you. And it's going to beat that 100% of the time. They had a carrier at my station. Called him back there and said, Carrier X, you are backing 120 feet right here. And he said, where? And they show him. He's like, that's a turnaround driveway. I go in there and I make a full circle and come back out. So that GPS mistook that for him backing. That's why. That's why I don't believe anything that GPS says. So when management comes up to me and says, Corey, you were backing 100 feet yesterday. No, I wasn't. No, I didn't. And there's absolutely no way they can prove that you did. I want to read some contractual language to you. It's out of the M39 handbook. And this is what we use every single time management gets us for a stationary event, gets us for backing, or even if they come out on the street and they do these safety blitzes and management comes out and they're going to watch us without our knowledge and try to get us, like I was talking about earlier, they're going to try to try to hide on this street and watch us and just drive by and, yep, he didn't have no seatbelt on, let's go get him. They're going to pull out behind you and come up here and get you. Shop stewards use this language out of the M39, I'm telling you. M39 section 134, street management. And here's what... Uh, Here's what we're going to say, and I'm going to tell you where we're killing ourselves as a union on this here. Objectives. Street management is a natural extension of office management. All carriers are to be notified to expect daily supervision on the street just as they receive daily supervision in the office. For a delivery manager to fully understand and control the organization, the manager must be aware of any conditions that affect delivery anywhere within the service territory. Now, here's 134.12. Listen to this first word. Accompanying carriers. Okay? Accompanying carriers. A-C-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y-I-N-G. Accompanying carriers. On the street is considered an essential responsibility of management and one of the manager's most important duties. Managers should act promptly to correct improper conditions. A positive attitude must be maintained by the manager at all times. So what does accompanying mean? That means you need to be out there with me. That doesn't mean that you're watching me from 20 miles away in some office building with your legs propped up on the table, looking at a computer screen. That's not accompanying me. So use that against management. Accompanying carriers. Okay? Then you go down to 134.2, techniques. And this is the biggest one. 134.2, techniques. It says 134.21. The manager must maintain an objective attitude in conducting street supervision 
and discharge this duty in an open and above board manner. 134.22. The manager is not to spy or use other covert techniques. Bingo. That's it. That's it, baby. Hey, look. The manager is not to spy or use other covert techniques, period. And any employee infractions are to be handled in accordance with the section in the current national agreement that deal with these problems. You can go on down to criteria for need, and that will tell you other things. Uh, 134.4 findings is helpful, but the manager is not to spy or use other covert techniques. That covers every single thing that management does as far as stationary events, backing, and when they come out there on these street blitzes, these safety blitzes, okay? What would it be called when management sits somewhere 10 miles away from you in an office? You don't know who they are. You've never seen them. They never come out of their office. They never go to the street. They sit in an office and look at a computer screen and watch you all day long without your knowledge. And they look at you on this system that tracks you through GPS. They email your boss. The next day your boss comes to you. How in the world is that not spying on me or using other covert techniques? How in the world is that not spying on me or using other <laughs> covert techniques? That's exactly what that is. And we have got to do a better job of addressing it. Now, labor will buffalo the union. And they will say, you can't grieve that because of National Arbitrator Nolan. National Arbitrator Nolan says that you can't file a grievance if it doesn't directly relate to wages, hours, or working conditions. That's what they'll say. And we have some people in our union that will buy that crap. They'll say, man, we can't do nothing about it. Arbitrator Nolan says it can't. you can't grieve it because it... It doesn't directly relate to wages, hours, or working conditions. That is bull crap. Do not go for that. Listen, at, at any level of the union, if you're listening to that, quit going for that crap. That is not what we're talking about here. Management has been directly instructed on how they're going to do street supervision in an open and above board manner, and you can't spy on me and use covert techniques. If they're doing those things, it's a grievance. I'm telling you, it's a grievance. So if you're listening to this and you've been buffaloed into that Nolan thing, shame on you. Shame on you for listening to that crap. You are hurting your brothers and sisters by doing that. Labor has buffaloed you. Man, we've got to have a backbone and stand up to this crap. We have people getting put off the clock for not having their seatbelt on. First off, what in the hell does that have to do with 16-7? I'm getting into something else I'm going to get into later, so I'm not going to get into that. But listen to me. Stationary events, as soon as the carrier says, I did it, they're guilty. I'm not telling you what to say, like I said earlier, but if they ask me, I didn't do it. Because you cannot prove that I did, because you're too lazy to get out on the street and watch me. I've got an arbitrator's decision. Arbitrator Louise Wolitz. And she talks about this very thing. She talks about this very thing, and and I need y'all to write this C number down. It's 32778, 32778, okay? And I'm going to read, and I hate reading to y'all. It's uh, I know that it's boring as hell, but 32778. And here's what management says. They say what, what labor has buffaloed us into believing about arbitrator, National Arbitrator Nolan. They have buffaloed our own people 
into believing this crap. And arbitrator Wollitz addresses it. And this is what she says. Is this grievance arbitrable? Position of the Postal Service. And here's what she says. And this is exactly what management has buffaloed our leaders into believing about this mess. Position of the Postal Service. Management argued at the opening of the hearing that this grievance is not arbitrable because the M39 is a management handbook. Section 134.2, the provision at issue here, gives management instructions on what techniques are not allowed when conducting a street observation. Management contended that this section of the M39 is not grievable because it does not directly relate to wages, hours, or working conditions. That sound familiar? The M39 was not bargained over with any union and has never been distributed to city carrier employees as specific employment instructions and or craft employee requirements. Management cites a national arbitration award issued by arbitrator Dennis Nolan. On June 29, 2015, Arbitrator Nolan found that the M39 section at issue in his grievance, Section 126.3 of Handbook N39, does not directly relate to wages, hours, or working conditions, and is therefore not incorporated into the agreement by Article 19. For that reason, Section 126.3 does not create rights enforceable by bargaining unit employees through the grievance procedure. Arbitrator Nolan therefore denied the grievance that was before him. Management argued that Article 19 defines the incorporated provisions as those that directly relate to wages, hours, or working conditions of bargaining unit employees. The most important word in that sentence is directly. Were that word not in Article 19, then every handbook provision that related to working conditions, however remotely or indirectly, would be enforceable through the grievance procedure. Because the word directly is there, however, Article 19 covers only those provisions with a very close relationship to the listed subjects. In determining whether a provision is directly related to wages or hours, the most important factor, as arbitrator Mittenthal pointed out, is the subject matter. The subject matter must itself directly relate to wages, hours, or working conditions. Management argues that in the case before us here, M39 section 134.2 does not directly relate to carriers' wages, hours, and working conditions. The instructions are management communication directing other managers, and these instructions were never distributed to the employees. Management argues that Article 19 does not incorporate this section of the M39. Consequently, this grievance is not arbitrable. And here's where arbitrator Wallace puts her foot in their ass. She says, we agree with the union that the content of M39 134.22, the manager is not to spy or use other covert techniques. Any employee infractions are to be handled in accordance with the section in the, nas- in the current national agreement that deal with these problems. Is directly related to working conditions. It is about how the carry is to be observed when he is on the street. It cannot be more directly or clearly related to a carrier's working conditions. This judgment is strengthened by the next sentence, which refers any infractions to be handled in accordance with the national agreement. So, arbitrator Wallace kicks that argument square in the ass when she talks about that. I want to read her the rest of her decision. This is what she states. This is what she says in her discussion. 
And listen to this very closely because this is what we're going to use every single grievance we have, okay? She says the language of M39 134.21 and M39 134.22 is very clear. It is also very clear that the language is encompassed by Article 19 because it relates to a working condition, the conditions under which a letter carrier may be surveilled or observed. Surveillance must be conducted in an open and above-board manner. The manager is not to spy or use other covert techniques. And listen to, listen to the scenario here where she gets them. Postmaster Markham did not inform the carrier that he was observing him. He did not identify himself to the carrier. He parked from one to four blocks away from the carrier. He did not conduct himself in an open and above-board manner. In fact, the Postal Service has a clear method by which it can conduct covert surveillance of carriers when it has a suspicion that rules are being violated or the carrier is not conducting himself properly. Management contacts the Office of Inspector General and they determine whether or not to put the employee under covert surveillance. The surveillance is conducted by trained, licensed, and deputized inspectors. The findings are contained in a report. The information can then be used however management sees fit to correct a problem if the problem is substantiated. Managers conduct them street observations of carriers by informing the carrier that they will be observed. In the case before us here, a manager conducted street observations without informing the carrier that he was being observed and then used the observations to provide the basis for a notice of removal. The manager was not a licensed inspector of any kind, an agent of the OIG, or any other postal police agency with trained inspectors and investigators. We find that the manager was clearly under the instructions of M39 134.21 and 134.22. The manager clearly was not conducting surveillance in an open and above-board manner. The carrier being observed was never informed that he was being observed. The observation was being conducted in a covert manner. The observation was clearly in violation of instructions in M39 134.21 and 134.22. That is as beautiful a language as you will ever see in defeating management when we talk about stationary events, backing, covert street observations where they're coming out there and they're trying to get you. They're hiding in the bushes. They're hiding on streets. They're waiting for you to go around. You'll see if you ever ask for a 4584, if they try to get one of you, you'll see they probably watched you for an hour and you had no idea that they were watching you. That's covert. That's spying. That's tree topping. Here's what she says in her decision and award. Therefore, we must find that management violated Article 19 of the National Agreement via the M39 handbook when using covert techniques to spy on letter carrier Martin Smith on February 1, 2016. The grievance is sustained. In remedy, we order management to cease and desist observing carriers in violation of M39 134.21 and 134.22. Furthermore, we find that the information gathered as a result of the observation of letter carrier Martin Smith is fruit of a poison tree. Beautiful. And therefore must be deleted from all records of the Postal Service and Carrier Smith. It is hereby rendered null and void, as though it had never been collected. 
It, must, it therefore must be deleted from any disciplinary or other action taken against letter carrier Martin Smith and never referred to again. <laughs> Come on, arbitrator Wallace. That's how you write a decision. That's how you put your foot in management's ass about covert technique. Listen, we have got to do a better job of protecting our brothers and sisters against management when it comes to stationary events, when it comes to their backing, when it comes to street observations, when they're spying on us. Use that section of the M39. Use that in every single case, every single one. Even if the carrier goes back there and admits that he sat somewhere forever. Use that section of the M39 handbook against management that they attain that information by spying on a letter carrier and using covert techniques, even if the carrier admits wrongdoing. If management was spying on him and using other covert techniques, use that language in the M39 handbook. Do that. Do not. Do not let that go up and that information not be in there or that section of the M39 not be in there. Use that step four that I told you about, 1458. Use that step four, okay? When you're requesting information, when management is trying to discipline a carrier for backing or whatever, stationary events, or uh, if they've called them out on the street, always request that 4584. Here's, your, here's management's problem with the 4584. They never do street observation. And if you ask for the 4584, do you know what management's going to do? They're going to falsify 4584. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to falsify that 4584. And you're going to have a carrier that has never been observed by management all of a sudden have put in his file a 4584 where management has never gotten off their ass to do anything. So when you get that 4584 and it says, we watched Corey Walton for 35 minutes from this street to this street, from this time to this time, Take that 4584 to Corey Walton and say, hey, Corey, management has provided this 4584 from this date. Did you know that they're watching you? I had no idea that they're watching me. Or when they stopped you at 3 o'clock, did they tell you before that they were they're observing you? They had never told me they were going to observe me, never told me they were, they were observing me. Did you get a copy of this 4584? That's the first time I'm seeing that 4584. So management didn't provide you a copy of this when you got back? I have, that's the first time I'm seeing that 4584. Make that contention. Make that contention in your informal aid contentions that management has provided a 4584. The carrier has never seen it. They've watched him for 45 minutes. He never knew it. And use that section of the M39 on him. Look, we have got to start doing a better job of holding management's feet to the fire when it comes to these type of violations. Anybody who's listening to this, quit being buffaloed by labor about National Arbitrator Nolan. Quit it. It has nothing to do with this and what we're talking about. Nothing. You are costing us by buying that crap. Quit doing it. Arbitrator Nolan has nothing to do with stationary events, street observations. It doesn't. Okay? So... It's a long it's a long episode, I apologize. But it's an extremely important episode because we have this problem over and over and over again. In in my installation, like I said today, a carrier got rode up on and they sent him home because he didn't have a seatbelt on. How stupid is that? 
First off, why couldn't you just go up and say, hey, make sure you got your seatbelt on? What provision of 16.7 was that? Violation of safety rules and regulations? I think you've got that messed up with what that really means. That means if you come out and find a carrier doing something so unsafe that he has no alternative but to be sent home, that's what you do. A seatbelt's not it, but they're aggressive. They want people. I'm sure the district manager has told them to go out there and do that. Find somebody. Put somebody off the clock. Our district safety manager the same way. She'll follow somebody for four hours and not tell them to finally get somebody. Hey, gotcha. Go on home. We got somebody coming out here to get your vehicle. How stupid is that? We're better than that. So, <laughs> that's my soapbox. Stationary events, backing, street observations, all of them will be addressed through that M39 language, okay? And that's step four. Make sure you get that. Hey, that arbitrator wallet's decision. Get that C number in formal A and put that in your case file, okay? That's a fantastic decision, man. That is a good decision. C32778, 32778. And again, inform your carriers if management comes around to their case and said, hey, something about stationary events. And tell them, don't answer that question at the case. They're being investigated. They're being investigated. Tell them, I need to see my steward if I'm going to be asked a question like that. And again, when they ask me, I'm not telling you what to say. When they ask me, no, I wasn't. No, I didn't. That didn't happen. Because I know for a fact you didn't go out there and see me doing anything. Okay? So, it's a long episode. I'm sorry. I like my episodes to be short. I don't want to lose your attention. But this is a very important one. There's a lot of information we can get from this, okay? Again, anytime I talk about a topic, there's a lot more things that can be found and, and researched and done. But these are the basics. These are strong basics, though, that, that will help fortify your position as that discipline goes forward. Okay? So, remember that N39 language. Man, that is so crucial. It's so crucial. It's, again, that's uh, Section 134 of the M, uh, M39 Street Management. Make sure that that's in your contentions, okay? And the advocate will love you for it. Again, stationary events, backing, street observations, covert techniques and spying, it's all everything combined into one right there, all right? So y'all have a fantastic rest of the day, and I will talk to y'all on the other side. All right, and I don't know what we're going to do on the next episode, but it'll be fun too. And I'll talk to you later, all right? Bye-bye.